British Columbia sports journalist Don Taylor is joining us this morning. Don, of course, is the uh, co-host of Donnie and Dolly, the team on Czech TV in Victoria. They just wrapped their first season, and uh, Don gets to celebrate his first day of summer vacation by getting up extra early to do a radio show. We do appreciate that, Mr. Taylor. Good morning, and thanks for joining us. Anything for the person who is um, the only person in the Vancouver market older than me still working in radio and television. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It's great <laughs> to have you with us, Donnie, and congratulations on the season. Must be fun. It's good. And actually, it's our, we, actually, this was our first full year. Right. And we had four months before that where we, were, we kind of, I don't know if you remember, we had a different set and everything. It was kind of an experiment for four months, and then they... Uh, uh, they g- gave us a contract, so we just finished our first full year. Then we uh, just signed up for another two years. So, you know what it's like in our business? Uh, you take what you can, and they check has been really good to us. So Excellent. Uh, no-brainer. Well, uh, that's good news, and especially about the renewal. Congratulations. Let's talk a little hockey first. Charlie Montoyo got fired by the Blue Jays. We'll catch up to that story in a bit. But you've been all over the Canucks and, and the free agencies and the signings and the draft. Uh, at, now that the dust is starting to settle and all of it pretty much is over with, Don, what do you make? of the Canucks action during both the draft and free agency in the past week and a half? Well, you know, they, um, they got a couple of forwards that I think are really going to help them in, in Curtis Lazar and Ilya Mikheyev. And they, um, they both forecheck really well. That's part of the Canucks game that was really lacking. So I think they've improved themselves up front. Uh, and, and the draft was the draft. You don't know. I mean, you know, you have a good idea with the top two or three players, and after that, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. But it looks like uh, they've got someone in LaCara Mackey who can shoot the puck, which is great. Right. That's all fine. The, the, the surprising part for a lot of people, well, two things. Number one, there's been no movement with J.T. Miller, mm-hmm. which not, isn't that surprising because he does have a year left in his contract. But, you know, you, you, you just wonder when that move is going to be made and what you don't want to happen is what happened to Calgary, right. where they got their hearts broken, and they got not only did they lose their best player, arguably their best player, but they got nothing in return. And that's happened with the Canucks before, and you, you don't want that to happen again if you're a Canuck uh, uh, fan. Secondly, they didn't address their defense, which was a little surprising. They did, they did, they did nothing um, to improve the group that need, probably needs the most improving, especially on the right side. Uh, I think there's got to be something to come there, I, w- I, I would think. But keep in mind that the new management group is uh, is restrained, is hampered by the salary cap restrictions sure. that were that they inherited from the previous group. So uh, I, I think they're better. I don't know if they're good enough for people to be satisfied with what's happened so far. And, and, and by the way, in terms of defensive, a strengthening of defense down the road a year or more, perhaps there's this uh, Elias Pedersen guy that may turn out to work out. Okay. That was, I was a joke at first. We thought we were being kidded, but no, now we actually have two Elias Pedersons on the roster, Dan. Yeah. And, and I think that one of the things that I found surprising is I thought that maybe Elias Pedersen was like John Smith. Yeah. And apparently it's not. It's, <laughs> right. it, it's, it, it's, it's unusual even over in Sweden uh, to, to some extent. So that is just so strange. And uh, the only time that uh, in, in the NHL anyway, that a team has had two players with the same name on the roster at the same time uh, is the Canucks. Back in the late 80s with Greg Adams. They had Greg Gus Adams right. and Greg C. Adams, two BC boys, um, you know, different players, both forwards. But that's the only other time it just happened to be uh, the Canucks. Now, Elias Pettersson 
.02 has yet to play an NHL game. Sure. They're not on the they're they're not on the same roster. But it it was just it was it was it, it was one of those things where you just say to yourself, only the Canucks. That could only happen to the Canucks. And he's looked pretty good so far, actually, at the, the, the development gap. Now, have you had a chance to see any of those uh, young players out at UBC? I, I know you've got a TV show and all the rest of it to do. Have you had a chance to look at them in, in person yet, Don? Well, no, just, just through video. And he's a big kid. And, and he, you know, you, you, again, you just don't know at this age. You have a pretty good idea. Uh, he's not a bad interview, considering um, English is the second language. I know that. And, you know, you know what it's like, Sterling, for us, that's really important. You know, sure, the guy isn't a very good player, but he's a great interview. You've got to keep him. Right. So I really, you know, you, and the thing is that you could see somebody and they could impress you in drills, which is what they did most of at the development camp. And you could see them be impressive in a scrimmage, which they did two days ago. But you got to keep in mind that they're up against players uh, that are the same level they are. Sure. They, you got to go up two or three levels if you want to be in the NHL. So it's, even if you're there live, it's it's hard to tell. Wrapping hockey, uh, quickly, do you think Canucks are going to do something with J.T. Miller before the beginning of the season in October? I, my sense is they're going to wait and be patient. That's all we, I don't know if you, we had Rutherford, Jim Rutherford, on the show yesterday. It was pretty spicy. And he um, ripped us because he felt we and many members of the Vancouver media and even the, you know, the fan base were being impatient. And to me, that that tells me that he they're they're gonna you know not not rush into a deal. Mm-hmm. They're gonna wait till the next pressure point, which is would be the trade deadline next year. Um, so I I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they if they end up having him play most of the season. And if he does stay, if he does extend his contract, it would have to be for a real team friendly deal. Otherwise, I think he has to go before the deadline, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk baseball a little bit. Uh, Seattle Mariners are playing in Texas this afternoon, Don. They've won 12 in a row. Four of those came at the expense of the Blue Jays just last week. Part of the reason that compounded it eventually ended up in the firing of Charlie Montoyo, replaced by a former Vancouver Canadiens general manager, no less. Yeah, yeah uh, John Schneider, and uh, who's a really nice guy to talk to. And I, I remember having him uh, interviewed, doing uh, a lot of stuff out at at Nat Bailey. Um, they, well, they, they beat Kansas City yesterday, but it was kind of embarrassing two days ago when they when they lost to Kansas City with, you know, half the Kansas City roster unable to play because mm-hmm. of vaccination yeah. uh, issues. So so there was that. But it, it's funny because I don't know how closely you follow the CFL, but Kahari Jones got fired in Montreal yep. uh, a few days before uh, Charlie Montoya did in Toronto. And the knock on, on Kahari Jones was that he was just too nice. And that led to discipline problems. So then, you know, jump ahead a few days later, and the same thing happened, the same reasons we found out about with, with uh, Charlie Montoya with the Blue Jays, that he was just too nice a guy, uh, that he, he wasn't able to crack the whip, if I may use that expression sure. these days, uh, when he needed to. And that the players liked him, but he wasn't necessarily the best fit at the time. This is a team that's supposed to, at the very least, uh, contend for a playoff spot, which they are. Um, and in fact, I, I believe when they fired Charlie, they were in a playoff spot because of the expanded playoff uh, of format, but they expected a lot more. And I think when you go down to Seattle and, you know, it's the middle of the season, and that's a really important series for uh, any edition of the Blue Jays. It's, it's, just, it's just such a big moment when you've got all those Canadians there oh, yeah. in Seattle. And it was embarrassing. They, 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 you know, they got the games were good, but they got swept, and uh, you know that might have been the last straw. And 
they were they were in a bad run anyway. So I, I think they just felt that they they had somebody they thought they could do something uh, uh, be better with with John Schneider, and that uh, Charlie was just and he came across that way in the media, just uh, too nice a guy. Sometimes I know you know some people don't want to hear this. Uh, you know some members of that younger generation don't want to hear this, but sometimes you need an old school guy. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes sometimes you need somebody who's definitely without a doubt the boss. And that's why John Tortorella keeps getting hired in the National Hockey League. Sometimes that, <laughs> sometimes that old school, and you know what it's that's like. That's right, hey, work, of course. If, if you're at work and you've got a boss that you can walk all over, you do, right? And, uh, and I think that's what's happened with, what happened with, with Charlie. Interesting so, stuff. How he goes. <laughs> got to leave it there. Don Taylor, thanks so much. You're officially on holidays for several weeks now, and this is a heck of a way to start it. We sure appreciate it. You'll get over it quickly. Thanks. Thanks. So anytime, Sonny. <laughs> Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.